there's a good guy. Oh, it's their uncle, not their father. Okay. Noted. He's eligible. Exactly. But the kids. Right. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where your average Janes watch older movies and answer the question we put to ourselves. Are they still relevant and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are talking about (gasps) Gaslight. 1944, written by John Van Druten, Walter Reisk, Reisch, Reisk, Reisk, John L. Balderston, and Patrick Hamilton wrote the original play, um, and it's directed by George Cukor. Cukor? Cukor. Um, starring Charles Boy- Boyer. <laughs> I can't pronounce any names. It's Walter Reich. Charles Boyer. It is Walter Reich. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Sorry. There was I someone in my high school that. with that name. Um, Charles Boyer, Ingrid Bergman, Joseph Cotton, May Witty, and Angela Lansbury. Okay, quick synopsis, Tracy, go. All right. <clears throat> Gaslight is about a young woman whose aunt has recently died in a horrible murder that has been unsolved. She, who her aunt has raised her. She goes off on her own. I think she has somebody helping take care of her and she meets a man. They fall in love and quickly get married. I think this all happens within a couple of weeks, to be honest. And he, all it all seems fine. He convinces her to go back to the house because it's hers, because they, you know, they're newly married. They need a house. They hire a cook and a maid, and he slowly starts to manipulate her to try to think that she's going crazy. Turns out that he is a thief and murderer, and he's after her aunt's jewels. And he killed. And he ends up, yeah, we find out that he was the murderer. And we find out that she walked in on them, right? She came down the stairs and saw... Well, not on him. Right. Because he got out in time. She startled him and, like... um, That was why he he, couldn't finish what he was going to do. My quick question, not to, like, divert, how did he find her in London? I don't think they were in London. I think they were in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. How did he find I, Well, them? everyone says that she looks exactly like her aunt. Mm-hmm. And like, she was training. Yeah. Yeah, she was training with the Italian yeah. opera singer. So maybe it was like a well-known fact that that's where she was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good synopsis, Tracy. Well done. Thanks. But it was so much more than that. Like, yeah, when I, I say he more. manipulated her, I mean, we he were... He brainwashed her. Right. It yeah, was... It was... Serena, what did you say you had? Oh, I had gaslight yes, rage. rage. Yes. I had gaslight rage. Like, physically, we're, we were screaming at the tell, especially towards the end. Like, before, before the finale, we were just, like, we were so mad. Yeah. Like, mad for her. Yeah. It's like a master class. Betsy, you're inclined to lose things. Oh, really? I didn't know. Do you feel crazy? Because I feel crazy. This movie's going to make me. I just want to punch him in the snout. I just want to punch him in the snout, guys. My God. I just want to strike him. 
He's a piece of work, huh? I already said that. <laughs> so it bears repeating. It's fine. She's in with it. That was she, such a big sigh. <laughs> no, because I'm like, I'm getting like, like, gaslight rage. <laughs> okay. He's a piece of work, huh? I like have rage right now. He's a jewel freak. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm back to having rage. <laughs> you were never sleeping. Shut up. I just want to smack him right across his face. Seriously? I, I literally can't even. Please tell me this guy dies at the end. No, but because there's so much annoyance and, and aggravation, he needs to he needs to go down hard. Okay? Right? Now frisbee it down and take his neck off. <laughs> with her. Can someone smack her? Oh. I'm getting angry. Guys, I'm like, my rage is just growing. Real rage. It's good. Gaslight rage. I think that needs to be a coined term for this podcast. There needs to be so many schmacks in this movie right now. Like, just multiple. Just put them all on the line and like, just... See, I told you, I have gaslight rage. I've had gaslight rage before I even knew the movie. He needs to be struck. By lightning. Lightning. A big bolt. Well, we, we thought that it was going to end in her going to yeah. the institution. What I appreciated about it is, as the audience, we were in on it. Sometimes the audience is kept, you don't know, and you're questioning whether they are or they aren't. And I, I don't know. I like the fact that we were in on it and that made us matter, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was we a moment so... at the beginning where we were like, we're supposed to know he's evil, right? And yeah, it's very obvious yeah. that that's his intention. But that's the difference with Nightwatch, by the way. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. the Because remember, we were all yes. like, holy smokes, Which blabbergasted. That's another way of telling a story, which mm -hmm. I also enjoy, mm -hmm. but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were on the edge of our seats. We were. Literally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally. Did you see me? Like, I had, yeah. We had to, there was a, because we kept pausing, and finally we were like, all right. No, we just need to pay attention we to this movie. to, like, yeah. 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 So I uh, I guess we all liked it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, like, exhausting. I'm, like, yeah. emotionally drained from it. Yeah, me too. Um, so there's a reason why we decided to watch this movie. Oh, um, goody, I get to find out. <laughs> I've been in the been dark. Holding Serena in suspense this whole time. No. Um, well, first off, this movie has been on our list to watch forever. Since the beginning of the podcast, yeah, really. Beginning of time. Yeah. And we kind of been holding on to it. So um, this, if all goes well, this is going to air the week of August 26th, which is the 100-year anniversary of the ratification of the 19th Amendment, which is giving the women right to vote. Oh. And so votes for women. <laughs> my intention was to find a movie about the suffragist movement or at least set in that time period. And maybe there was a suffragist somewhere in the movie that that was very difficult to find. <laughs> or if, if it wasn't difficult to find, it was difficult to find a movie that accurately represented suffragists. I 
that which is a whole different situation, whole different conversation. Or that was easily accessible. True. True. So um this is still this is still it's, something that's happening nowadays. It's still very prevalent in movies. And yeah, we have a term for it, and the term is because of this movie, but it's not a solved issue, you know? So yeah, so it's it's got to do with women's rights in some way, and we went with it. Yeah. Yeah. Gaslighting is crazy making. I feel like for people, those who don't know. Yeah. I feel like if you haven't heard of this movie, Gaslight, you've definitely heard the term gaslighting. Like right. Betsy just said, that's what this came from. Right. Um, and for those of you who don't know what the term gaslight is, it means, here, I'll actually give you the actual textbook definition of it. Gaslight, it means to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity, often a woman. So there you go. You learn something new every day. Yep. So do we want to jump into the questions? Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. I don't have many things for the first one, but you guys can. I kept I kept hey. adding things. Like, I was like, oh, it's this part. Nope, it's this part. Nope, it's this part. I actually had a hard time taking notes, as I usually do with something where I'm riveted. Mm-hmm. And this was, it was a mystery. It had me, and I had to pay attention to what they were saying, because words were very important. Yeah. I, Serena, at one point you had said, do you hear what's going on right now? And and I don't know if the you both of us, me and Betsy, were not paying attention as we should because we missed these subtle things where he was he was subtly he was backhandedly putting down his wife through other while um, complimenting complimenting the main. Nancy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had missed it, and it was all these subtle things. So we really, I was really paying attention mm-hmm. and. I actually don't have, I don't have really any quotes because it wasn't, it was just little subtle things throughout Mm -hmm. the, I don't know. It Mm -hmm. was, everything was great about it. That's all. It just goes to show that he was very like quietly. Yes. And slowly building up to, to the point where she was just losing things and tired and not feeling well. Yeah. It was a slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have a particular, I guess this leads into, I don't have a particular favorite part. Okay. I have, I I have written down my favorite part is the buildup. It was, and then. That can be your favorite part. Thanks. It's scene, moment, line, character setting. Okay. Anything you want. Yeah. So it was the buildup and the, the confrontation between the, I mean, I think we all love the ending. With, yeah, the, the ending woman. was hard. So I'm not going to say that. But so the buildup and then the confrontation between um, Gregory and Brian. Yeah. It was this tete-a-tete, uh, like... Yeah, it was very smooth. It w- yeah, it's like yeah. he, Gregory thought he was so smart and suave and Brian threw it right back at him. Well, and, and he, I like, think turned that, his words on him. I think that goes to the actor's abilities because you could tell that on the outside he was keeping a very calm demeanor, but on the inside he was like all alert, like oh my god, what is happening right now? Everything is falling apart. You could see that in his in his portrayal in that scene. He was unraveling. His he hair was. became slightly unhinged. <laughs> there was just a slight shadow. I have a note here that they every once in a while they would zoom in on his eyes yes. yeah. and he's had this lighting effect mm-hmm. and it had to have been pers- like it had to have been purposeful oh, it yeah. was oh, yeah. because you literally could see the fire in his eyes and it was just that little light and it was in the shadows it was 
yeah, he was cray. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was thinking two things. I was thinking the light from the gaslight and the reflection of the gems, like in his Mm -hmm. eyes, like he had fire. And then he even said the fire between at the end, the gem, the jewels were always between us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And it was like the fire burning. And that was a quote I meant to write down. I forgot to, but, um, that was one of the, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I noticed they were, they were totally, they, his eyes were like creepy. He had, yeah, he nailed the crazy eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And it's interesting because I, I don't know this actor from anything. Ingrid Bergman and Angela Lansbury, the only two people I yeah. know in this movie. I would be curious to see other things he's done because I don't know if he just has that quality about him, right. which would be unfortunate, or if it would, it just speaks to his acting ability. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The That's moment, a- the moment he stepped on the scene, I knew he was sketchy. <laughs> like I, I was mean, like, oh. Yeah. Is this the guy? And didn't I say he's the killer? Didn't yeah. I say? I said yeah. that like way in the beginning, right? Yeah. I called that. Okay. Good job. Um, <laughs> my, sorry. Go for so it. So my, a favorite one of the many favorite lines, one that I actually remember to write down. One of my favorite lines was Miss Thwaites saying on the train when she steps on the scene to Paula, uh, I always love a good murder once in a while. Like she's reading a murder yeah. mystery yes. or something like that. Yeah. And I think that's pretty pretty much word for word what she said. And like right off the bat, I was like, hmm, yep, she's the nosy neighbor somehow, some way. Like she's just like, but like not in a bad way. No, it was endearing almost having that nosy neighbor. It was almost comforting in a weird way. Right, like yeah. she was, somebody was watching. Um, somebody right. was watching. Exactly. Paula was was being taken care of. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Yep. I appreciated that. Wallace being taken advantage of and made to feel crazy. So was that your favorite part? So that was one, obviously, um, the final scene. Of course. Yeah. I feel like we've got to like, talk about that at some point. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. let you go first. But yeah, that was one. And then the my favorite line. Gregory said to Paula as he was being taken away in, well, cuffs or ropes, I don't ask you to understand me. Between us all the time were those jewels, like a fire. A fire in my brain that separated us. Those jewels which I wanted all my life. I don't know why. So good. Just, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like, it was like, at least he came clean about that finally mm-hmm. in the end. But I'm, it, I don't know. Well, but it was, it was interesting because it almost, that almost pulled her back in. You could see it in her face. She like made eye contact with him and there was that moment right there that I was like, oh my God, is she still under his spell? I could, I, I could see that when Brian had come in and was exp- basically validating that she wasn't crazy and and she's like this whole thing has been a sham and I can see why people would stay because she's like I didn't want that part of my life to be a sham Mm. I didn't want that to be a wasted life so I rather I don't know I I can understand why either shame or regret like no I don't want to admit that this is bad because I you know Mm mm-hmm even embarrassment. It's yeah. Just, yeah. You know, and being in society like that, they had that pressure of being, um, coming across as perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of staying home and spooning with his wife each night, he's sneaking off into the back entrance and up a roof and across the way and down a skylight to, to rummage through old dusty things looking for jewels for how long? And took him, and he, and he didn't find it for, like, weeks, months? Because they were stitched onto the costume, and he wasn't, he, like, because I think we saw him, like, pick up the costume and, like, just, like, throw it to yeah. the side, and that's why he was having issues finding yeah. them. Yeah, but you can just say, like, you can just see, like, the, in between us all the time, yeah, he left yeah. every night saying he was going to work. It's like, 
You have a beautiful wife at home. Be a well, man. The entire point, like Stay the home. entire point, of he the entire reason he wooed her yeah. was to get to those jewels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, she fell hard. <laughs> well, and that I think goes towards um, Ingrid Bergman's performance and I, I like that's that was my favorite part like and I, I initially I put Mrs. Thwaite because she was awesome and then I put Ingrid Bergman's costumes and then I was like no it's just it Ingrid Bergman's performance is amazing in this and I she had this innocence to her even at the beginning that that made me believe that she was going to fall for him very quickly and, yeah and made me believe that she would believe anything he said. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was like, there were moments where Serena was like, okay, all right, why is she staying? Why is she believing him? And Tracy was like, no, I buy this. This is, this is re- like, I could see somebody being manipulated to this extreme. And I agree. I think the funny example is people right now are stuck at home for COVID and <laughs> You can see how stir-crazy people get that you've got limited contact with people. I get it. I get it. The more, the more readily available example I can think of is it's, it's your fault that I've watched these things. But the true crime type uh, yes, shows yes. where, you know, a wife is murdered by, their, by the, her husband. Yep. And it, it's watching them after the fact. It's like, oh, my God, why didn't she see the warning signs? Why didn't she leave him? Yeah. Why didn't she get help? It's 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 for the same reason. They're yeah. they're they're master manipulators, and they get their wives to believe that. I mean, it's not only husband and wife, but you yeah. know, like in yeah. those in like those you know. Other, yeah, yeah. I've seen it the other way around too. Yeah, I've yeah. seen people completely manipulate and pull the wool over. Right, but it's it's their men, their boyfriend, or it, it seems extreme does. in this movie, but it's more realistic than you, you know, than more you want to believe. Yeah, almost. it's more common it, than we yeah. think. It seems extreme because we're watching it in what, like a two hour frame of a several month process. Right, right. And I was telling the girls like, if all of your life or, or for a significant amount of your life, you were told one thing that, no, you're wrong. This is what this is. And not only was it coming from the husband, but it was coming from, unfortunately, from the maids as well, Yeah, that she was going crazy. And she yeah. didn't under, like, at what point do you question yourself? Like, yeah. here is proof how maybe I am going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was it getting was just- wicked mad. This is what started my rage. Because why accuse your wife of stealing your watch? You know, because he just kept going and driving it harder home. Well, his his intention was to have her have a meltdown in public, so she doesn't want to go out in public anymore. Right. Oh, that right. was that. That was the purpose of that whole thing. Good call. I didn't pick yeah. up enough. Yeah, well, they don't want yeah. them. Manipulators don't want their significant other, their victim, to have outside anything, mm-hmm. right? Outside input. But, okay, going back to Ingrid Bergman's performance, let's talk about that last scene because she yes. awesome. Oh my God. Loved it. It was, Ooh. Serena, what did you compare it to? This is the cigarette drag of Nightwatch moment. Yes! <laughs> okay. Oh. And I think we have me go screaming that I just wanted her to hit him. Yeah. Hit him! Hit I'm going to say... No, it's better that they didn't, and she definitely delivered, like, the performance was a slap in the face. Yeah. Like, she finally turned it around on yeah. him and had the upper hand, yeah. and, like, the, the little, like, mind game that she played with them, I was, was just like, oh, well, brilliant. you know what? I am what you made me. Right. Yeah. Tough. When, this, uh, yeah. Yeah. When she's like, what knife? And she's yeah. holding it. Th- 
Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. Yep. It was epic. Yep. Yep. And then she just like chucks it, not even far across the room, but just, just out of reach. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then she found the pendant or whatever. The brooch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just more confirmation. Yep. Yep. Oh, look, the brooch that I never lost. It was almost like it was all that that strength that she had lost throughout the entire movie just like all came in and this funneled back in in full force yeah yeah Yeah. it was awesome i really thought that she when he was like come closer i was like don't you dare i'm already gaslight rage don't you dare (laughs) yeah i can that that i I think that needs to be a hashtag of like fighting like i know i almost think of it as domestic abuse like yes i feel like gaslight rage you know, is like rage against the machine. We yep. got this. We're going to fight against it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Make I know. That thing, Tr- Tracy. It's your job. Hashtag. Ha- yeah. Hashtag gaslight rage. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Can I put in real quick? Yes. I found the quote of the confrontation between the cop and Gregory. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was a so good one. So the cop has finally confronted him, and Gregory goes, I knew from the moment I saw you that you were dangerous to me. And the cop goes, I knew from the first moment I saw you that you were dangerous to her. Love that. It was just a... That was a good one. Yes. Yes. It was a well-written line. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it just explains the dynamic between all three of them perfectly. Yes. And really, what we didn't fully understand in that part of the movie when he first comes on the scene and they're walking by him, I thought he recognized Gregory. Mm. Yeah. When in fact, he Gregory was just... Gregory recognized her. Yeah. Yeah. And because he recognized well, her, Brian recognized Brian recognized Paula, and because but only because Paula looked like Alice. Mm-hmm. And then when Gregory realized that Brian recognized Paula, he was like, "Oh no, no, what's going on here?" Yeah. So, and then that's why when they were at the um, piano performance, he he was like, "All right, who is this guy?" Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he, as gaslighting goes, he then turns it around on. Paula saying, mm-hmm. who Who's is this guy? guy? Yeah. What, and like, what are you doing? Why are you seeing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can't. Just anger. Whew. There was a lot of like, yeah, yep. Just hoof. Everything in that movie had a purpose. Every scene, every line, every look, there was a purpose. It was, yeah. That's why I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Yeah. You guys were like, had some mini conversation for a minute. I was like, she was like, you guys need to shut up because yeah. you are missing stuff. Yep. And you did. We were around and we were like, you are right. I apologize. Rewind. All right, guys. 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 We're going to be famous. If everyone was a character in the film, who would we be? Y'all go first. Y'all. Y'all. All right. Do we want to start with Tracy? All right. Tracy, go. Tracy All go. right. Um, you are obviously bloodthirsty Bessie, a.k.a. Uh, Mrs. Thwaite. Oh. Mrs. Thwaite. <laughs> Everybody loves a good murder. Yeah. How <laughs> exactly. I think Mrs. Smith is going to like figure out. Savior. Is she going like, to figure it out? So she knows me. Yeah. She, and she I got this girl. Mystery, she knows. Yeah. <laughs> she just took strawberry. I kind of love her. <laughs> Very odd. Nosy neighbor to the rescue. Now she's pigeon lady. Still okay with that. I'm thinking of I would like my goal is to be this woman. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's always open, so I thought I'd pop over. Yeah. Thought I heard a noise. 
I already was dressed for the evening. <laughs> I was waiting outside your fence. That's who That's I have as myself I said. as myself. Of yep. course. Wow, three for three. I mean, I think I said during it that that's who I yeah. dream to be. Aspire to be, of yep. course. Um, like literally the second she said the, the murder, murder thing, line, I, I was thinking like, oh, that's that's Tracy. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what I was thinking about our book that we're reading. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yep, somebody, somebody. Uh, that, was an, that was an easy answer. That was an easy one. Yep. I'm putting a three checks next to that. <laughs> and she also was like preoccupied with birds in one scene. And I'm like, do you know how many times you stare with the cats out the window at the bird? <laughs> She's part cat. <laughs> and talking about the neighbors. <laughs> do you know what goes on over there? Okay. I do. The window. Can you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Can you repeat that in Miss Thwaites' voice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I could do her she, voice. No, it's yeah. Kind of random British, old lady, British. Yeah. British old lady. Oh my god, guys! Am I a British old lady? You might be. Okay. There might I'm be. Okay. Some. Yeah. I'm okay with that. She likes tea. <laughs> she likes tea. She likes digestive biscuits. Yes. Digestive biscuits are she great. She calls them diggy biscuits. <laughs> diggy biscuits. That was so fun. <laughs> that was adorable. Um, okay, Serena. Trey, who'd you have for Serena? I had Elizabeth as Serena. Interesting. Because I think she was kept in the dark, not not intentionally, but the reason she wasn't doing anything is she, I don't think she quite knew what was going on. Yeah. But she's she at the very beginning, she didn't really like the guy. Yeah. I was suspicious, and I usually am very yes. suspicious of any yes. new guy that steps on the scene. Yeah. And then she does help out Paula even though it's really hard she has her moment she has that her moment when she denies that Brian was at the door oh my you can, like, god Paula thinks she's betraying her yeah and it really is saving her life I yeah. think right there because yeah. this is a known murderer now so I think her lying to help her is anyway she stepped up I was actually going to ask and about she's that in the scene. kitchen all the time I mean isn't yeah, that Serena? Good, yeah, story. that's that's definitely me. <laughs> See, I forgot her as a character. I would have put her for myself too. Kitchen all the time. Mm-hmm. But I was confused about that scene just because I wasn't sure if for one second I was like, is Paula acting crazy? I but already knows. Thought. But already yeah. knows. But I think that I think it was. I don't think it was. Her. I I because I there was a moment where I was like, oh, is this just her faking it? But no, I think that she really was like back to, oh my God, I'm insane, blah, blah, blah. So, which I mean, like, I almost can't blame her because she had somebody come in and basically validate her sanity exactly the way it needed to. And so, yeah, after the fact, I may have questioned that too. You know, I don't blame her going back. She's so, so deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had um, Lady Delroy for Serena. Oh, I had that for Betsy. I had Elizabeth for me. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Because secretly I wanted to be uh, Miss Del... Lady Delroy? Lady Delroy. Yeah, if I could just like plan parties for us. And like she was... She... Yeah. Yeah. She was the way she was dressed and her confidence and her husband does whatever she says. She's like, come over here. I need you to do this. And like, she was in charge. But she was nice. And she she was was like, oh, Paula, do you remember me? And And she like was going to help Brian out. And they're going to sit and each other. Right. And like all of the, yeah. Yeah. All right. I I appreciate that. And during like the performance, she like kind of like 
knew what was going on. Yeah. She oh, knew. she was paying attention. Yeah. She yeah. was paying attention. So Serena, who did you have for yourself? Oh, well, I would have put Elizabeth if I, had I remembered, but I totally forgot about her. I put Paula just for the knife hmm. scene. Just for the knife scene. <laughs> just for the knife scene. Because I'm like, oh, that you moment. mean this knife right here? <laughs> <laughs> um, then who did, okay, so who did you have for me? Um, oh, I had Brian. Okay. Because that yep. saves the Works day for in the CIA. Christ. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bet saves the day in a time of crisis. All right. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. No. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I feel like whenever Brian. we have issues, we're like, Betsy, help. Yeah. Betsy, do something. Help us. Help <laughs> she, puts us the, she connects all the dots. And I'm a little stalkery in that and, you know, getting to the bottom. <laughs> I can <laughs> just picture Betsy in a top hat, like a tall top hat. <laughs> yeah. And like behind the trees and like the fog. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Betsy for your and own good. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. All right, that was a good one. That was good. One. We yeah. all three had. We have never all three had the same person for, yeah. for someone. I mean, so that means it was obvious. I almost put myself as the the detective, but I'm like, not really. That's no. What, no I'd yeah. rather read a book about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, yeah, she's just like you know, true crime. But then I was like, yeah, yeah. No, it was Miss T. Miss T is <laughs> in Miss Tracy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wow, that was good. That was beautiful, See? guys. We're in each other's heads now, Serena. <laughs> yes, I love it. Well, I literally, like, now that you've done that a few times, I literally, like, just do that, like, on my, in, like, my day-to-day thing. How has this movie influenced or been influenced by other movies? I have a ton. <laughs> I didn't have specific examples uh, other two. than the movies that we've watched for the podcast, but it's just, it's in everything. Right, just, gaslighting just is such a common it is. Uh, thing now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously cat people and night watch. So mm-hmm. night watch, let's talk about night watch for a minute yep. because I almost am a little sad that we saw a night watch first mm-hmm. because it's such an obvious answer to this movie. Yep. Like somebody saw Gaslight and was like, oh, we can do something with this. And they made night watch. So I disagree. Oh, okay. Because Ooh. we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into with night watch. That's true. And the whole time we did not know what was going on mm-hmm. until that cigarette moment. Maybe a little bit before that, but like we were in question. Yes, we were in question. So I kind of think it was it was good that we watched it before, so we had that surprise. Like okay, yeah, we would have gone in sus- suspicious if yeah. we had done it the other way around. That's yeah, fair. That's good. Yep. However, you're right. It is the perfect complement or response to mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. Middle. So okay. So <laughs> cat people night watch. And then I just started like listing off other things. So Rosemary's Baby is a great example oh, of gaslighting. Yes, yes. Crimson Peak, which Wait, is a re- on, more recent movie. <laughs> Rosemary Baby. Or? Rosemary's Baby. Have you okay. never heard of Rosemary's Baby? No, I'm putting it on my is watch one of the most famous horror movies. Out I after her period. Flow. It's my I, mom's I, all-time favorite movie. It is. I have to. I have to insert here that Serena does. I mean, we all take notes so we could do this podcast. Serena takes notes like there's going to be an exam, right. and like she, she needs she takes to go notes home during the during the review. Yep, and like gets exact quotes. Like I commend you. I would love to see your like all of your notes t- together sometime. It's yeah. And we'll publish impressive. a book. It'll yes, be fine. it will. Yeah. Well, because you guys say stuff and you like remind me of. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you also say movies that I've never seen before, so I jot those down as my to watch. Mm-hmm. I have like a mm-hmm. whole... No, I commend you. Mis- disorganized list in here of things to... If you. you If you want to watch Rosemary's Baby, I would recommend doing it sooner rather than later with this fresh on your mind. Okay. Uh, oh, and then I had one more movie on my list, and then I can, t- I can turn it over to you guys. Fine. Um, and I know I talk about this movie. I don't think either of you have seen it, but Colossal. Mm-mm. Okay. Not it's to me. Anne Hathaway. I know you don't like Anne Hathaway. It's, um, but it's, I don't even want to describe it because it's, I don't want to give anything away, mm-hmm. but basically what happened, like the premise, it's like, it's got magical It's like Roman? Uh, no, no, no. It's like set modern day and she oh. goes back to her hometown and there's a, um, a playground, like a, um, a sandbox at a playground where they step on it and they, be, and you can become uh, like a Godzilla type monster in like Japan or something like that. Colossus. And you become mm-hmm. this monster, but there's a, all right. And there's no reason for that. It doesn't sound like that has anything to do with this, <laughs> but it does. Okay. And I do recommend watching it. It has Jason, is it Jason Sudeikis? Oh yeah. I okay. think in it. Anyway, I, I recommend every, everyone should watch this movie once. Okay. It's worth a watch. Colossal. Right. Colossal. Everybody. Colossal. Anyway, okay, what movies did everybody else have? Sorry, I took over that segment. I only have one, and you better not steal it. No. But it's kind of, to play off of yours, but there was one specific specific scene um, that reminded me of the original Cinderella. Yes. And it's when he, uh, it is when Greg tells Paula he's going to take her to the theater. She gets so happy, all excited, because she finally gets to leave the house. And she's, thank you, I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. And then she starts, like, dancing and singing and la, 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 la. Not really, but, like, she's going down the hall and, like, you know, it's Cinderella after the ball. And literally, you see his face and you think, I literally thought of Cinderella's stepmother, it gets dark, the sinister yeah. stare. There's a lot And they're of, like, ooh, I'm going to pull this happiness rug right out from under you. Yeah. There's like, a lot quick. of Lady Tremaine in Gregory. There was, yeah, there are definitely a lot of parallels between yep. those two characters. It was just, yeah, and locking her away. Well, he didn't lock the door, but I was sure he was going to lock her away. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's going up to the third floor of the castle, and she's getting locked away, and she will not be attending this ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wrong yep. movie, but you know what I mean. Absolutely. I have, the two I have is Night Watching Cat People from from us. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't think of any particular movies. Um, I did think of, it's more of the time frame, not, not anything to do with gaslighting, but to do with the time frame of the late 1800s. Right? That's what, yeah. yeah. The late yep. 1800s. So you have um, Gotham by Gaslight is a, you know, Batman comic but it's set in that time period and you have that like that quintessential foggy london gas lamps thought yes that's what you have and then i specifically there's a, a famous painting anything by um john atkinson grimshaw any of the grimshaw um he painted them in the late 1800s yeah and it it just captures that dark drizzly Gas that and that's the feeling that we had through the entire movie yeah. Yeah. that just added to this whole manipulation. It's almost like claustrophobic. Like even outside of the house, she's still being closed in by the fog and the darkness and all that. Yeah. And I think that when I when I think of eighteen late eighteen hundreds London, I think of 
Sherlock Holmes. I think yes. of like those types of mysteries. And this is definitely a mystery, but it's a very different type of mystery. Your perspective is from the victim. Yes. And yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it was, it was giving me like stress and anxiety watching it. It, like I was getting stressed like out Serena and then it was causing had to ask rage. how much time is left because she needed to know the answer. Yeah. And I, I think we all related to it. Yeah. I was literally like, I'm going to have a breakdown. I'm like, if I don't find out what, who, when, where, why soon. And I'm I think a, this, um, out. <laughs> this, for an older film, we've, our main complaint has been that we don't get an ending. We don't yeah. get that closure. And I think this did that well. Yeah. yeah, it did. It really answered all the questions we wanted to be answered. The bad guy got his due, mm-hmm. but you didn't quite know, mm-hmm. but he did. And then you kind of had a, a glimpse into the future. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was saying. They kind of left it open-ended with Brian yeah. and Paula. But he said, uh, Greg said to Paula, he loves you. I can see how, I can see it talking about brian that was him that was that was the manipulation well he manipulated me too (laughs) um he manipulated me at the park when it was uncle brian and we knew he was you know unmarried but loved children so (laughs) we were already team brian (laughs) wanting to know the ending can i interject here cat people and um there was another movie we watched where i was very surprised that our fr- dear friend Greg didn't have a friend who was a doctor. They, they mentioned yes. her going to an insane asylum. I'm surprised they didn't bring in that aspect where, oh, let's, let's really make her crazy. Let's, you know, have the doctor commit her. And so I was very surprised because that seems to be a trope that we've mentioned mm-hmm. that these manipulative men have in their pocket someone to, to do that, to do for, that them. for. Yeah. Yeah. Nightwatch. Nightwatch. Was it Nightwatch? Okay. Okay. Going back to our main complaint tends to be no closure. Yes. Another main complaint of ours also tends to be lack of twist. Okay. Yeah. We find things to be straightforward and kind of boring. But I think that this is a perfect example of something can play out the way we expect it to play out, but still be really good. That's true. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good job. I thought you were going to say timing because I was like... Somebody find out how much time we have left. Like, I needed to know. And it was, like, taking too long. I was, like, getting impatient. But it was still properly played. It was It, it was, was just the pacing. Right. It was yes. pacing, pacing. It was Antissa. Patient. Patient. You know what I mean? Like, it was It was a good, you know, Pause build up. It, it was, was a good build up. But that's, and that's exactly what you, what they wanted you to do. Yeah. Be oh, like, oh, my God. Get to the, like, we need to know. There was build up. It, it was gaslight rage build up. But there was... <clears throat> All right, ladies, please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How does this film hold up? It does. Yeah, I just wrote <laughs> yeah. very well, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there were moments that were a bit exaggerated that kind of, that may have been able to be pulled back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, they played it off well. And yep. um, again, I think it goes back to the acting of both of the leads. And Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. There was... There were a few moments where she was, like, very dramatic. But, like, if you feel like you're losing your mind, you're going to... Most people are going to be pretty upset about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there was some 40s acting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You got to forget that, like, for... the faint... Not fainting, but the... <gasps> like, like, slumped over. Slumped <laughs> yes. over onto a piece of furniture or a wall. Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, can you blame her? Did you see the yep. of the corset? Of course, Come on, you've do, that, it do it again. <sighs> yeah. Easy answer to that question because I think it still holds up, and I think everyone should be watching this movie. Yeah. Yes. It really. Yes. That's. I wrote it, that twice. It makes it obvious, like the audience was in on it, and I feel like if people saw how obvious it was, they could then. I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. I was they like, could oh. then identify see, it identify it in their in own real life. life. Right. Yeah. This is how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going, jumping right into boom, we fixed it. Yep. Um, this could, this answer could go towards either how does the film hold, hold up or boom, we fixed it. I feel like the only way that this movie could have possibly Sorry. been made better was she could have pulled her, she would have pulled herself out of it. She would have saved herself. Yep. Which I, Totally understand. Again, it's a 40s thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, and Brian was an awesome character. But it took a man to save the woman. It took a man to save the woman. Good point. I'll I give her a little that. bit of credit. She did try at that one point where she was like, no, it, this is when it started was that letter. And then later on, granted, Brian was the one that like broke open the desk. But as soon as she saw the letter, I really think that was like her wake up moment. Wake yeah. Up moment. Yeah. Even better. Okay, because it's true, like you're brainwashed at that point. Yeah. So like the reality of being pulled pulling yourself out of it. If Nancy had had saved the day. Oh. That may have been the thing yeah. that I would have Let's done. Let's talk about Nancy for a minute. Can yes. I just F Nancy? All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> she rubbed me the wrong way. She yeah, but she was the enabling friend who's like yes. on the guy's side. Yes. Sorry, I just got yeah, really it, pissed. Yeah. She was a very First of all, she was played by Angela Lansbury, one. 19-year-old, 18-year-old Angela Lansbury. Two, she was a very interesting character. And yes, we didn't like her, but it was, it was, I don't know. It was I almost a fascinating character. Yeah, it, because I, but by the end of it, I was like, you know, I actually hope that she doesn't get fired from this because she, I feel like she was just as duped by Gregory as Paula was. Yes. It's okay, kitten. That's okay. It's okay. That's okay. If you guys can't tell, it is raining torrentially. Cats right and dogs. Cats and dogs. I was just going to say cats and dogs. Yeah, yeah. Oh who's God. in whose head? Do we want to like get flashlights or something? That's okay. I mean, I know we're flattening. We have our cell phones. So back to Nancy. Anybody have any more comments on Nancy? I loved her accent because it wasn't your traditional Angela Lansbury one. Two, you're right. I think she was also manipulated by... Here, here is a well-educated or seemingly so and, and well-to-do man who has hired this. I, I, she came across to me as a low-status person. It lo- I felt like, her like, first he, job. like he literally picked her up off the street. Yes. And like she wasn't looking for a maid job. No. But she'll she take a maid literally, job. Yes. Um, and he's telling her all of these things before she's even ever met his wife about her, like, don't believe her, don't trust her, come to me with any issues. So she, I think she's reacting to her if, you know, as a crazy person, yeah. as this, you know. I forgot about that scene. Yeah. I felt like she had the hots for Gregory. Oh, I think she did. Yeah. I felt like she would do anything to impress him or uh, keep him on, you know, her side. She definitely came on to him at one point. Her goal was to be his mistress. Yeah, I was going to say, if yeah. this was another... This another was movie the night or watch. another year, she definitely would have been like, "Oh, he showed me extra attention, and yeah. and I could speak freely to to him, and we discussed 
my makeup and me going out and dancing and yeah, like you could see, almost see this like grooming or yeah. something happening. Yeah. My the annoying thing with that is when okay, well I guess not annoying. Something that I remember him complimenting her skin or something and first off, shut the f up. <laughs> Your wife is gorgeous. She doesn't need any assistance from the young maid on her pallor complexion. <laughs> like, I was, like, yeah. more offended than she was. Yeah. She was pretty offended. And then she know. was pretty offended. She was pretty offended. And that, I liked that. I thought things were going to, st- I thought the tides were going to start changing when she, pushed, she back. pushed back on that part. She's like, how dare you speak to the staff like that in front of me and disrespect me. Or but then like the that. rest of the scene, that was a masterful scene. That was a long scene. It was so scene. long, but... Yes, like because everything went, was important. It was all... It went from her fighting back a little bit to her being completely submissive because yeah. she was accused. And yep. it, like, and by the end of it, he was treating her like a child. Yep. It, oh, God. It was the it same was scene it was as the Cinderella piano scene, right? Right. And then the accusation. Yeah, the accusation. Yeah, yeah it was... Yep. And then she ended it up was in a room. roller she had to coaster. go get the, p- the painting. It was, yeah. Oh, my like God. Like that roller coaster. All right, note roundup. The shadow work. It very yeah. reminiscent, not quite as much as in Cat People, but there were certain times where like they would both go around a corner and you yep. could still see both shadows of people talking and interacting. Um, he would literally melt into the shadows. She was in the room, but the lights were off. She was back. To, it was a lot of shadow play, and I think that was just part of good cin- cinematography in black and white film. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I appreciate it because there was a point where you were like, is there a reason this is called Gaslight? And I appreciate that there there is. There There's is. a very yes. specific reason why it's called Gaslight. And I I liked that was a very clever technique to encourage her insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it was an active manipulation on his part. He was just turning the light on. She thought it was Nancy. I think, or at least right, I or something, you know, so I don't think he, I think there were moments where she asked him about it and he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I think he was aware that it would, that him turning on the gas lamps upstairs were causing them to diminish downstairs. Mm-hmm. So I think that everything that she was noticing, he was attributing to her insanity. So he, you know, that's why he said your mother was insane and she heard noises and she heard footsteps and she, you know, because he knew that he was making noises. He knew that he was, that his yeah. footsteps could be heard. So it and all it all comes back, and I think Brian. That was one of the first things he noticed. That was like, yeah, the lights just got dimmer. Right, and she's like, what? So I'm not crazy, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah once that he glimmer kn- of hope that she yeah. had it. Oh man, that was such a like she yeah. perked up. The minute it was he, so great. Yeah. yeah, the minute he mentioned the gaslight, and she was like, "Wait, what? You see that too?" Yeah, I was like, "Yes, we're turning a corner." Yep. Yep. All right. Any other notes? That was it. All right, guys. <laughs> Martini shot. Would we recommend this movie? Yes. Oh, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, absolutely yes. I put yes, and for all the reasons we've already discussed. Yeah. Um, Has this she, ruined Miss Potts for you? No. I The whole time I thought, well, not the whole time, but part of the time I thought it was Paula. And I'm like, I don't... Oh, no, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no. I'm trying, I have to refresh my... Um, back in the cupboard with you, Chip. I <laughs> can't... <laughs> She nailed it, though. She did. She nailed it. <laughs> All right. 
That's it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting what our next movie will be on Twitter tomorrow, so head on over there and hit that follow button. You can also follow us on Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. To find more great episodes, head on over to our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com. So until next time, we're Millennials, and we'll see you at the movie house. She barely kisses. Do you guys notice that? I know. She lets him Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Oh god. Old kisses are so weird. <sighs> You're right. It's oh. It's face smush. It's face smush. What the hell is that? <laughs>